Okay, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Uh, again, welcome to Free Association, another early show, 8.34, calling to my phone. So very early for me, but uh, I'm going to continue on with, uh, I found a, a piece on Channel 4 about the rail strike, so I'm going to play up some of that, and then see how we go. It's about 24 minutes, I'll play the first 10 minutes or so and then see where we go. Alright, why is there no sound on this? That's weird. Suddenly there's no sound on channel 4 and I don't understand why. But we'll work it out as we go along. Changes turn into rising price. It's the biggest train strike in over three decades, bringing Britain's rail network to a near grinding halt. We are sorry for the disruptions we 24-hour walkouts begin tonight at midnight, with others planned on Thursday and Saturday, when up to 40,000 cleaners, signalers, maintenance workers and station staff strike in a dispute over job security and pay at a time of soaring inflation. This is, just to be clear, this is uh, Channel 4 News from last, from Monday night, I think. So it's a preview rather than a, a report on what actually happened. Commuters in London face the double hit of strikes on the underground network tomorrow too. Any hope of an 11th hour resolution now all but extinguished. It is now confirmed that the strike action that is planned for this week will go ahead uh, on London Underground and on Network Rail and with the train operating companies. The source of this problem is the Tory government's decision to slash £4 billion of, of funding from our railway network. They've cut £2 billion from the National Railway and they've cut £2 billion from TfL. And that is hobbling this industry and it's forcing the companies to implement transport austerity and massive cuts to our system. TfL is transport for London, if, for anybody who doesn't know. Visibly combative transport secretary spoke from the dispatch box moments after the announcement. And these strikes are not only a bid to stop that reform, they're critical to the network's future as well. They're going to, if these reforms are not carried out, threaten the very jobs of the people who are striking now because they will not allow the railway to operate properly and attract back customers. 
to railways in a fight, Mr Speaker. It's in a fight for its life. His Labour counterpart responded, blaming the failure of the negotiations on the government's refusal to engage. The Secretary of State is washing his hands of any responsibility. On the eve of the biggest rail dispute in a generation taking place on his watch, he has still not lifted a finger to resolve it. Not one meeting, Mr Speaker. No talks, no discussions, only media interviews and a petition to the Labour Party. The action will affect almost all major rail lines, leaving some commuters with just one in five trains in operation on strike days and disruption for much of the week. I'm able to work from home, so that's sort of all right, but for people who aren't, it's a pain. Anyone who works. All right, so the, as, a, as a preview, it was pretty good, pretty accurate. Uh, the reports that I was getting yesterday were about one in five trains running in England, one in ten running in Scotland. So that was pretty accurate as a prediction. Uh, let me have a look on BitChute and see if there's anything there that's worth playing. In the news and politics section. Okay, so what's the latest situation with the trains uh, today? They will eventually get back to a normalish uh, timetable. Let's go to Paddington Station, which is just across the road from us here. Ellie Costello is there for us um, this morning. Trains running yet, Ellie? Good morning to the two of you. Yesterday is Wednesday, therefore not a strike day. Uh, but what we're seeing here in Paddington Station is a Sunday service. There's about one train running every hour. And what you have just missed, actually, is a huge scrum to get onto Platform 4. Uh, loads of festival goers. But I'd say about 500 people with their tents uh, and their suitcases and their backpacks. They are heading down to Glastonbury Festival, which starts Today, it goes on till Sunday. Uh, there was big concern amongst uh, that group of people. I was talking to some of them this morning that they might not even get on that train. There's only one per hour. It's actually remarkable how many managed to squeeze onto that train that left at 7.15. So I'll just get out the shots. So you get a sense of, of the station now. You can see that people are already building up for the next train at about quarter past eight. Uh, but there is a warning that around the country, people could still face uh, four-hour delays. Uh, 
uh, despite the fact that it's not a strike day, uh, National Rail has warned that its services will be thinner uh, due to that knock-on effect of yesterday's industrial action. Uh, signalers did not work their night shifts last night. It does mean that trains are not going to be in the right place today. Many stations up and down the country, they weren't opening until after 8 o'clock this morning. Uh, so there is still going to be some disruption on the trains and the tubes as well. Several tubes um, aren't opening until after 8 o'clock this morning. There was a separate industrial strike on the tube network in London as well. So lots of disruption still this morning, hoping to ease off throughout the day. But really, there's going to be disruption for the rest of the week. Okay, Ellie, thank you very much. So there you go, there's an update. Um, just a, a quick one. I'm going to probably do another update later on this afternoon. Uh, I'm going to go for a cup of coffee now and chill out for a bit. So it could it could be that there's a, a, a coffee broadcast from the railway station uh, in a few moments' time. Haven't made my mind up yet, but uh, it could be that I just go live and, and have a chat. I'll play some music or something. Well, I'll catch you a bit later on anyway. <laughs> 